Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Welcome to Nurses Out Loud with Nurse Michelle, Thursday edition. Today, we're going to be addressing a topic that is going to be a lot of fun to talk about, but it's addressing the same things that we are facing in our society today that the younger generation actually have a lot of reasons to pay more attention to because they're going to be in the business of trying to find partners and marriage and future people to have children with. And then there's people of every age group that are looking for companionship, looking for friends and looking, and there's people out there looking for blood that doesn't have the COVID-19 vaccine in it. And there are people looking for breast milk and all kinds of things that come out of our body that have been impacted by the Um, the COVID-19 vaccine that has hit the market. And if the statistics are correct and actually 75 to 80% of Americans took at least two vaccines, we're talking about some serious, very rare golden blood and body fluids out there that is very uncommon to find. So today's special guest with me is the founder of unjected.com and I'm going to let her introduce herself. This is Shelby and let her tell us a little bit about what made her start a business called unjected.com. Aloha, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly a pleasure to be here. I've really enjoyed listening to uh, your show for some time. So it's really, actually, it's an honor. And, uh, you know, thank you for what you do, uh, you know, speaking so much truth and you're advocating because that's actually how I originally came across you was, you know, you in the comment threads in the, in the (laughs) interwebs out there doing your thing. So um, yeah, I'm really glad to be here. And uh, thank you for your introduction. Um, yes, I. my name is Shelby. I am uh, a mom of three and I live in Maui, Hawaii. And, uh, you know, I, I have many origin stories, which we were kind of chatting about for the reason Injected exists. But, you know, if you were just to rewind the clock a little bit, you know, go back to 2021, you know, late 2020, when everything really started getting wild with the vaccine rollout. You know, we, um, many of us who were awake, we already knew the masks didn't work and we knew that the lockdown was unnecessary. And, you know, we already knew all this was uh, not looking good. And so then when, you know, the vaccine started hitting hard and I, it, I started seeing, wow, you know, family and friends, they they don't heed any warning actually. And 
anything that you really said to them, you were looked at like, wow, you're just a, you're a crazy person. And, you know, announced to my warnings, they go out and they line up and they go and get this injection. And you watch your family and friends taking actual selfies with Vax cards. And it was like all over social media. And I was, I was horrified. And I actually feel like during that time, you know, I probably wasn't alone in this. It it felt like a grieving process, you know, that, you know, uh, these people I loved were going out and, and taking an actual lethal injection. And so it was a really hard moment. And even in my own home, I knew what it was uh, like to be ostracized for your, for your beliefs and your personal uh, outlook towards the world. And so that was also something that was weighing on my mind. I knew that, you know, I couldn't be alone out there. uh, And the media was spinning this massive narrative. And, you know, thankfully I had been uh, quote unquote, anti-vaxxer for some time. Mm-hmm. I uh, have a couple of, like I mentioned, I do have a couple of children, um, which I, um, thank God I never vaccinated, uh, because I, w- I was lucky enough to wake up to, uh, you know, big harma a long time ago. So I built up my armor a long time ago. <laughs> I want to make sure we didn't miss that little point that she just made that there, that she is an anti-vaxxer. And when she actually said it to me for the first time, when I talked to her, she called herself an avid anti-vaxxer. And I want people to realize that for those of us that are out there that get categorized as an anti-vaxxer, those that actually like to call us that think that they're actually um, putting out a disparaging pejorative to us. But what they don't realize is we wear it as a proud badge of honor. And my first show on this radio station was 20 vaccine questions for medical professionals. And every single smart aleck uh, medical professional who wants to demoralize me because I am one, I asked them, well, let's see how you do on these 20 vaccine questions and hmm. report back to me, which they never come back because they don't know. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, so that's a beautiful moment that it took an anti-vaxxer who had her eyes already open. And why don't you tell us what happened that actually woke you up about the vaccines? Sure. So, you know, like many people, unfortunately, the the way that you wake up is not always a comfortable way. And, uh, you know, it's until you know better that you do better. And when I was a teenager, I was, um, of course, coursed by a doctor at the time who said, wow, we have this revolutionary uh, cancer preventative vaccine. It's called, uh, you know, Gardasil, and it's going to prevent HPV cancer. And really, you know, I, that's all I was told. And that was my informed consent. And uh, it's eerily similar to today. And it was a three shot series. And shortly after the third shot, I developed, uh, you know, this debilitating heart conditions. And it was truly, it was a, a thriving teenager. And then I couldn't even go upstairs the next day. And I was, uh, you know, on in and out of the hospital for years. And I, I spent, um, a long time uh healing and on that healing journey and so that's that was what woke me up um thank you know thankfully to to the pharmacy uh complex and so you know when i had my first child my daughter she um i went to my pediatrician probably like many other mothers and i i said you know i am not i'm not doing this cuz i learned about uh you know that there's no double blind placebo studies out there and you know the the control studies don't exist and you know there's not a doctor out there that can tell you that because they're lying 
And, and, uh, you know, I was obviously met with, you know, what, what about polio? You know, you're a murderer, you know, and, uh, you're, you're an anti-vaxxer, you're crazy. And you actually, you're not allowed to go to our office if you don't listen to us. And so I was kicked out of doctor's offices and, you know, um, 2017, which I know that there's probably uh, thousands of women that came before me and, you know, for many, many years. So, uh, you know, I was on this, uh, you know, bandwagon before the, it became popular, but I know even, even before then there's women that had to, to cross that path and families that had dealt with that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that, that, uh, that I learned me too. Yeah. Children, I will thank you one day because you didn't do that to their immune system. So here's yeah. an awake mama and the pandemic hits and you are seeing some red flags go up probably as soon as you hear the words warp speed vaccine. So <laughs> how did it happen that you created this? And you can tell us what you, we can get to where what you actually do, but let's see how this started. Yeah. So that you're exactly right. I remember that moment hearing warp speed and I just cringing in horror and just, oh my gosh. Uh, but truly I, you know, I, 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 I knew it was coming and I, I watched uh, diligently towards these companies, you know, Moderna and Pfizer and J- uh, Johnson and Johnson, who are starting, you know, their initial race towards who could build the the worst vaccine essentially. And um, <laughs> And so it was, you know, right in the spring of 21, like I said, the Vax selfies, you know, that Pfizer had uh, came out with their, you know, initial trials where the ones they really tried to cover up. And one page specifically talks about the exposure to trial participants. And actually, I believe it's page nine. This is how uh, deep I went. But uh, so when you when you get into this, it talks about uh saliva and uh, actual, uh, you know, sweat and breathing, close contact. And, uh, you know, they considered exposure in pregnancy uh, within 30 days of being just around a trial participant. um, And that didn't matter if you were the male or the female. And I just was immediately horrified. And of course, we started hearing these stories of hundreds of thousands of women having menstrual issues and being completely gaslit by the media and, you know, their doctors and essentially everyone around them that there's no way that you could be having a menstrual issue or your period is not different. And I mean, even, you know, grandmas are having their uteruses fall out. Uh, It was it was so evident. And so it just became kind of like, wow, you know, what does the future hold? We need to protect ourselves. We need to make sure that people can have a a safe place to find partners and a safe place to have friendships because, you know, it's proving to even be in the same space could be a danger. And at that time, you know, business mandates, um, uh, on jobs was really prevalent. And so, uh, you know, we saw a need there. And like you had mentioned, um, you know, blood and fertility services. So it really, uh, it started, you know, encapsulating immediately into a lot of areas uh, right off the bat. But um, 
we decided to launch uh, Unjected as an app on Apple and Google Play Store, which was in um, the spring of 21. And by the end of summer, we were removed for uh, misinformation regarding the COVID pandemic. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that. I think everybody wants us to forget what actually did go down in 2020 and 2021. That was the most insane things you ever had. And yeah. we, we were here about apps like to um, True Social or some of these other apps that were, are we all going to have to flee Instagram or, or Facebook because yeah. there was so much persecution happening to us all. Some of it's happening. In fact, I just got a fact checker write an entire article about one of my posts. Really? So honored that I got an entire <laughs> article written about me. That's um, beautiful. So, so I felt so honored. But at the time in 2021, it meant complete persecution, inability yeah. to get information out. And here you are trying to come a, become a solution to people who want that kind of solutions. I mean, we're America. We are used to looking for solutions for all kinds of problems. It takes innovative people who usually have some kind of passion associated to that problem that make life-changing things available to the American people. It doesn't mean 100% of the American people want that thing, but who does want it should have a right to get it. And they denied you that right by deleting your app. So what happened with the next solution for that? How'd you solve that problem? Yeah, absolutely. So it was, you know, it was actually when we introduced those blood uh, categories, that's when it, everything went south because the app testers would go through and, you know, these are, these were vaccinated individuals and they would, you know, review the app and they would report back to Apple and they would say, you know, this is, this is wrong and this is wrong. And, and so there was with Apple, they removed us for misinformation. Google would send us warnings just day after day, uh, you know, delete this, delete that. And I would say, no, you know, this is our first First Amendment right. You know, this is our freedom of speech. We're allowed to have this open discourse. And so that was kind of the, okay, you know, you fired us there, but now you can't fire us. We quit. We're out of here and we're going to go web-based only because that's where we could, uh, you know, have a little bit more control of the censorship and what was going on because, you know, you're entirely right. I mean, just on Instagram alone, I mean, we've been deleted nine times. So, uh, you know, when you speak truth, they don't like that. And when you try to connect like-minded individuals, that's, that's really powerful. And that's the only way that they can't censor us. And so, you know, we, we pressed on and we uh, relaunched injected.com again in the spring of 22 as a, uh, you know, web-based website. And so we did have all of our, uh, you know, beloved original features that we had on the app, uh, you know, so the dating, friendships, community, we had a uh, large social feed, which was like a timeline, kind of like Facebook, we could go and chat with people. And then, of course, our blood and fertility services. And uh, since then, we've had a little bit of, uh, you know, twists and turns along the way. But we did uh, just relaunch one more time again, but this time with the help of uh, our incredible new partner at the Wellness Company. And so that has been uh, just an absolute blessing. So I want to make a shout out right now just because of that simple shout out she just made. So she can tell us more detail about how the wellness company has associated themselves to a, a group that is partly a dating app and a friendship app, but also a health app because this is motivated based on health issues. And the wellness company as what I would like to call the a part of the parallel system, the parallel medical system movement that is happening all over the country is 
necessary for us as American citizens to actually be able to have simply because we have a problem, Houston, with the medical system (laughs) going on. And that has been a huge wake up call. Not only did the largest mass exodus of medical professionals leave the profession over this mandate because those that left said, no way, I'm not going to take this particular poke and you're not going to threaten my job. Oh, yes, we are. And they fire these people. Not only do we have a shortage of medical professionals now because of this exodus, we also have a lot of injured people because of it. Yeah. We need a system that isn't corrupted by pharma and the wellness company is trying to be a solution for us. And it's available to you here on America Out Loud talk radio. So if you don't already know that anything that's available in our shop is at uh, AmericaOutloud.shop and you can get help with um, if you're post-vaccine injured, if you're post-vaccine and don't think you're injured, but want to get your body at least on the road to recovery, or if you have loved ones, because if 75% to 80% really did get this, we all have somebody we know who has been affected by this vaccine. So the wellness company is out there being solutions for not only um, those of us that need medical attention, but obviously they're interested in uh, aligning platforms with somebody who's focused on relationships. So that's amazing. Yeah, really huge shout out to them. I, when I was actually initially introduced to the wellness company was through Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, of course, uh, the man, myth, legend himself, who we just truly adore. And he became a uh, huge supporter of Unjected actually pretty early on. And so that was a, a massive blessing. And uh, just serendipitously, uh, I, I met Foster Colson, the founder of uh, TWC when we were actually connecting about the blood supply issue and how we could, you know, front that. And that, that really opened the door to, uh, you know, more conversation. And, and so we did end up partnering together and the wellness company, uh, you know, went through and completely uh, redid our whole entire infrastructure. So now, uh, you know, the tech problems that, you know, we suffered from in the past uh, are completely a thing of the past. And now what we've done is, you know, it's really a, a match made in heaven because with with their, our partnership, uh, we actually are able to quote unquote verify members now. And so that was always the biggest question uh, that we would, you know, be asked is, well, how do you how do you make sure that people aren't lying about their vaccine status? And you know, initially when it was so vitriol, it was kind of like, well, they don't want to belong in our platform anyways because they think that we're just, you know you know, they don't belong here, you know, they, and they feel so righteous about their decision. And now that time has gone on, we're seeing that there's a, there's a, there's a shift happening and people are starting to regret that. And they're having that, that affliction, that vax affliction is what I call it. And, you know, all these people are people that we love and and cherish too, but at the same time, do we want to have them as reproductive partners? And that's, that's a bigger question. And so is somebody lying about their potential vax status and a threat to your health. And so it is a huge, uh, you know, question at hand. And so what we're able to do now is uh, we actually have a a three-step process. So when you come to the injected site, you are going to go through our injected verified. And so you meet with a injected nurse uh, who is over at our TWC clinic. And essentially she verifies, uh, we so we verify every member through um, your ID, which, you know, some people say, well, is that 
a government honeypot. And I, I like to immediately say, you know, if you exist within society at, at any level, they already know every single thing about you. Uh, and essentially, we just do this because, um, you know, we just want to make sure that people are who they say they are. We don't want any spot, uh, you know, bot accounts or spammers or, you know, catfishes that are like living within the injected site. So really, this is actually just a, a filter process to make sure that people are authentic and and actually real. Uh, and, you know, we're verifying gender at the same time. And uh, because of that reason is that uh, women are, ladies are free on uh, the new unjected.com. And, you know, this is because truly, you know, there's that kind of proverbial joke of, you know, oh, well, sperm is the ne- next, uh, in fact, sperm is the next bit- Bitcoin. And I'm like, you know, this is not true because it's actually eggs and it's, you know, it's women, it's unvaccinated women. And so I think that, you know, we're really the the truly um, the hottest commodity on the planet. And we're looking for uh, prime contenders, you know, just because you're an unvaccinated man might not mean that you're, uh, you know, up to the challenge. And, you know, there's, there's still many many uh details that a woman is still looking for and so you know when we this is also just another way of kind of doing a vetting process and kind of uh making sure that the men that are coming in the site are are the most dedicated and they're looking for uh you know a partner or you know they're the most serious and so we um yeah so looking is they have their criteria already for what they are looking for in a companion now there are so many reasons why that has gotten more complicated. So for those that are out there struggling to find a good companion, good friends, or just a good tribe to be a part of, yeah, you, you, it just got more complicated because now there's all these um, touchy things that we can't even talk about. And who would have thought even the subject of being a woman on a dating app now was going to become a problem? Because if a man is wanting to date a woman, clearly there's certain things that he expects to be present and not absent on a woman. And um, if he, if likewise, a woman, <laughs> if she is dating a man, she does not expect there to be things removed and something else there. So right. that is what the generation is we're in because somehow our society has lost its ever living mind during the last <laughs> year. <laughs> it's probably been longer than that. Um, but yeah. yeah, you know, that that's something that's important to us is, you know, we were a, a group of like-minded individuals that do, you know, tend to have traditional values. And, you know, it's not my place to say, you know, if you want to love whoever you want to love, that's totally your decision. And um, I'm not here to judge, but I'm just making it a little bit easier for people who, uh, you know, do have those, uh, you know, uh, choices. And, you know, most importantly, in our verification process, we have all of our members attest to their unvaccination status by a legal affidavit. So while you are meeting with your injected nurse, uh, we do make sure that you completely understand that, you know, by lying to injected about your status could actually be considered uh, sexual misconduct. And so we do make members, you know, legally attest to this and, you know, we're proud to be unvaccinated and, you know, I'm not scared to, uh, to, you know, to say that I, and I hope others are uh, also just as proud, you know, we've lived through the biggest psychological operation of in history, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, if you've come out on the other side and you're a, a health conscious human uh, that that made it, you know, give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> One of the things that went viral uh, after my severe persecution for a year on Instagram, I had come back to one of my accounts that they had killed. And I, th- and I just posted the actual certificate of 
surviving the largest <laughs> propaganda campaign in the history as an unvaccinated person. If you did that, and I put it to some fun, jazzy music and people <laughs> just went crazy over that. They loved it. And it kind of revived my account. I guess the um, fact checkers weren't watching at the time because they thought the account <laughs> had been, um, you know, neglected. I intentionally had neglected it just to let, give it a break. Yeah. That thing took it back to life because People literally do feel like what you're saying, those that made it through it do feel like they've survived something and that they and that there's something worthy to be said about the fact that they did that, that they were not coerced and yet that they were told they were horrible people and that they were killers and that they were going to contribute to the death of other people's loved ones. It's really tragic what's happened. And I mean, a lot of those people had mental health, probably ended up with mental health issues. Yeah. They were abused in so many ways because they chose not to get vaccinated. And here we are on the other side now. And now we're dealing with, oh my gosh, is there really so small of a population of us out there that didn't get it? And we you know each other. That's true. And you know, I I think uh, I hope that it's larger than we're told. And you know, that's actually something that Dr. McCullough was just saying that you know the CDC has been you know with the caught with their pants down yet again that they've lied on their their numbers. And so that's uh, of course a blessing. And you know, we pray that many people hopefully got saline. But you know, yeah, we we do have to uh, be vigilant, and we need to find each other because I really do believe that the you know, the future of the integrity of the human, um, you know, population actually depends on it. And we need to make sure that our children have safe partners in the future. And, you know, this is shown to, um, you know, reverse transcribe into the, the genetic code. And that's a, that's, uh, an unknown territory that we're going to find out the long-term consequences of this, uh, as the years come, you know, we're still in the early phases of this clinical trial. And, you know, it's only going to, um, to show itself further. And so I do pray for all the people that, uh, you know, are suffering and I'm thankful that, you know, like the wellness company is offering solutions to them. And, uh, you know, even for injected, you know, we, we've been asked as well, you know, do you allow people who have been vaccinated and regret it and now have become, you know, red pilled and woken up to that. And, uh, in, in previous versions of the site, we have had that option where you have, uh, we've had a vax afflicted category. And um, so currently, that's not 100% available on the site, because we're keeping it, you know, as integral as possible for the people who have gone through the verification process. But uh, we do plan on, you know, introducing carousels like that uh, in the future for people who do want to stay unverified. Uh, they can, you know, also have that option because we understand, you know, some people don't don't want to, or maybe they were coerced, uh, you know, by means of, uh, you know, their job or other, other things. And, you know, they're still worthy of, of love and friendship and, uh, you know, being around people who understand what they're, what they're going through. You know, even a friend of mine, um, has uh, suffered a, a heart injury from her vaccine and she was getting in an argument with somebody at the farmer's market who doesn't believe her. And, you know, she, she, you know, went out and had three shots and you're going to and tell her that, you know, Hey, you're not telling the truth on that injury. And right. so, you know, it's happening to even those folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love this idea. We're going to pick that back up on the other side of the break. We'll come right back in just a moment after this commercial and we'll finish where we started. It's time and
For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. While the cancel culture destroys our history, bringing crime and terror to city streets, AmericaOutloud.news will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone of what America means. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud. We are having some fun today with Shelby from Unjected.com. And where we left off, I w- we were talking about the possibility that Unjected is considering possibly having a part on their website that actually would allow people to get on who have actually gotten the vaccine, but regret it. And they won't be able to be verified, meaning it'll be, you'll be identified as somebody who isn't vaccinated, but we validate that you're worthy of love, of course, and that you may still be looking for companionship that isn't vaccinated. So it what, what occurred to me when she said it, that I thought, oh my goodness, I just have to say this because it's what hit my head immediately was the comparison to what my life is right now. So I went vegan about five months ago and it's a huge change to suddenly go into a vegan life. And as you said that y'all were pondering having this other area of the platform that people could choose from people that were not vaccinated, that were vaccinated. 
what did I, what I equated it to was being invited to a vegan party that I was counting on all that really <laughs> wonderful vegan food. And I was going to have everything that was going to be delicious. And it wasn't going to be a single temptation. And then at the end of the table, they've notified me that there's um, prime rib and steak and that there's all this pasta and all these carbs that I've been avoiding for five <laughs> months. And I'm supposed to somehow be okay with that sitting there, not talking to me. So that I just wondered, you know, um, that's probably if the stats are correct, and there really are such a majority of people who have been vaccinated, then yeah, the temptation is definitely going to be there for people that if you're on a dating site or looking for friends site, and you're literally looking for maybe intimate partners for marriage and childbearing. Yeah. And then you've got, you got to make that decision. Am I going to go over to this other group that's here and, and risk getting enamored by their looks or their story or their connection um, that you might could have, and yet you got on this site because you wanted to be what some people are calling the pure blood generation, right? Yeah. So what do you think about that? So you can go ahead. What are, what are your thoughts on mine? Yeah, no, that's a great point. And so, you know, the, uh, the idea by it to, you know, make sure that, you know, people are, uh, you know, being able to converse with people that have declared their vax, you know, status and been verified, you know, uh, th- these carousels would be private. So, you know, if you are a verified person, you're only going to see verified individuals unless you, you know, choose not to, you know, it's totally within your realm, you know, you have freedom to do whatever you want. Uh, and, you know, it, of course, it kind of reverts back to, uh, you know, medical freedom comes above all, right? So at the end of the day, you know, it's not my decision to say, you know, you should only have an unvaccinated partner, because maybe you will fall in love with somebody else, you know, I, I can't tell that for you. And that's your own personal decision, you know, to decide what's safe for you. Would I ever do it? Absolutely not. I I would, you know, protect myself at all costs. But you know, it's it's still a personal choice. But you know, so one thing that we will do is, you know, verified individuals will uh, have their own badges on their profiles. And so you can choose to keep it private if you want to. But of course, I like to display my my badge right out on the open for people. And, uh, you know, and so like I mentioned, these carousels will stay private. So you know, as a verified person, you can have the choice to make sure that you're just interacting with your, uh, you know, verified match. Uh, Cause you know, that is important. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's funny. You don't want to waste your time too. And uh, you know, a funny comparison is I, I know this girl who met this guy, you know, out, I like to say in the wild, uh, you know, and she thought, wow, he's really cute or whatever. And they're uh, just chatting. And he, she, she was really kind of loud where they were. And she says, what do you do? And he, she thought that he said he, that he works on a farm. She goes, wow, it's great. And so they go on a first date. They're sitting at the table and she goes, so tell me about the farm that you work on. And she goes in, or excuse me, he goes, uh, I don't work for a farm. I work for pharma. And she literally is at the table. Oh my goodness. You know, a farm, not pharma. This is horrible. And she's realizing in this moment, wow, I've now wasted all this time doing my hair, doing my makeup and getting ready to go out on this guy who is literally not my choice at all. You know, do I go leave him in the bathroom? Do I ditch on this date? Uh, And so, you know, that's, it's a huge a huge thing for people. And, you know, it, for me, it would be my, it is my very first question. And, you know, it's, it, and I know many others that it is as well. And, and then, you know, if maybe you're too shy and you're not quite, quite there, at least you can know when you're utilizing injected that, you know, that 
that tough question has already been asked for you. <laughs> yeah, here's what that, we know for sure also that during the pandemic, a lot of marriages failed and yeah. the high divorce rate that happened there. And I have a couple of theories on why that is. I work with domestic abuse victims. And I'd say that if you were living with a narcissist and you finally are on a lockdown and you have to do 24 seven with that person for weeks on end, it may have been like the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever it was, whether the person had you know severe issues or significant issues that you were able to cope with up until you had to spend that much time with each other, perhaps yeah. it was a wake up call. But I, I would go a step further and say that there were wake-ups inside of marriages that happened. And some mm -hmm. of those wake-ups were that um, the value of what was happening in society, seeing what was happening in society and seeing that it was a serious thing and that it was worth yeah. being seen as the theme song of our show, which is This Is War, that we actually, those that were awake and saw it, were very much aware and that if, the, and some of them were married to spouses that weren't aware, number one, and others that were not indifferent, let's say didn't care or three that actually went and got the backs and, yeah. and that person maybe spouse and spouse is divided marriages. It divided children against parents. It divided. Um, yeah. Your own, your own parents feeling like they had to go and get it. I have yeah. one, one parent who got it, one parent who didn't. And, you know, I made sure my dad understood if you, go back and get another one. You know, you're basically asking for significant medical problems. Please don't do it again. And he hasn't gotten right. these two. Oh. So we, we cope with that, but you're dealing with a group of people who are, let's just say the awake and yeah. that's the majority of your population and they want to find other awake people. So what is you, you have no age limit because there's no age limit on love. You could be 70 years old and widowed and be looking and needing to find companionship. That's true could be any age, literally, and just wanting something. So what all is available to anyone who signs up? Yeah. So, well, our, we have a minimum of age 18, but yes, like you said, that maximum, of course, is as long as you're alive and needing love and compassion or friendship. And so, you know, when you come to the injected site, uh, you know, we're in the process of changing our flow just a little bit, but on this very current day, you'll, uh, you know, either enter in as a man or a woman into uh, the portal system. You'll go through sign up, uh, you know, until you are verified, you're going to get not, uh, you know, just very uh vague previews of the site. So that's kind of how we respect everybody's privacy, you know, that people aren't just signing up and going to look at your, you know, photos or anything. They have to, uh, you know, be verified before they get full access. Uh, and so when you are in the injected site, you can choose your profile for uh, dating or friendships, and that will just uh, change your filter options depending on, you know, what you're looking for or what you're searching for in connections, which is our main feature. So connections is, uh, is up and running to its fullest potential. And, uh, currently since we're still in the process of unfolding the relaunch, it's pretty, pretty fresh. We don't have the, you know, social feed up yet, but, uh, you know, we're talking about, uh, unveiling all those features soon. And as far as the, the blood and fertility services go, um, you know, we've, we've learned and we've grown quite a bit and, uh, you know, this is HIPAA information that we are keeping behind uh, TWC's private servers. And so, you know, it's it's obviously sensitive medical information. And if you want to be added to the donor list when you're in your verification process, uh, that's where you can uh, say that you're 
uh, you know, wanting to be a donor, whether, you know, that's for eggs, sperm, breast milk, um, or even surrogates. I've even been asked about embryo donation. So any of those possibilities are within the realms. And, um, you know, yes, everyone is welcome. It doesn't matter um, if you're, you know, looking for um Man, men searching for men or women searching for women. You know, all people are allowed. We love everybody. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we, you know, most of our, our member base is very traditional and looking for those values. And so, you know, we have the filter options to make, make that as, um, you know, simple as possible for you. And, you know, you're not going to, um, you're not going to see any like blue hair, like liberal kind of like wackiness on injected. I can say that. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting to hear that because I mean, there are so many wonderful conservative um, homosexual gay groups that are out there that are on the same side that we're on that are fighting yeah. for things we are and they're looking for love and, and similars. And then there's obviously those that are looking for love and heterosexuals. And when it comes to reproductive, um, Obviously, that is natural within the heterosexual realm, but obviously within the homosexual um, population, there is the interest in egg donation and sperm donation. So is a TWC helping you find uh, play, fix, solving the problem for storage of the egg donations and the sperm donations and blood? So this is something that we, you know, Foster and I have talked heavily about, and it's a, a very large process. And actually, uh, ironically, I believe Dr. McCullough had written a substack in response to us one time, which was his mission impossible about the blood supply. And I said, you know, Dr. McCullough, no, it is going to be possible. And I believe it. And, you know, so there's uh, obviously a massive amount of, uh, you know, due diligence that needs to be done when it comes to these, you know, very uh, sensitive, you know, uh, medical uh, bodily fluids and, you know, storing them, transporting them. How do they get to the right people, uh, you know, and where do they go? And thankfully, uh, you know, TWC does have the um, the infrastructure that we believe will allow us to make this a possibility. So, you know, it's definitely in its early infancy, uh, you know, but it's, it's not out of our realm because I believe that this is, you know, you know, connections and finding your person that is absolutely extremely important. But, you know, what lays you know, keeps me up at night is when I'm laying in bed thinking about, you know, wow, like I, I would never want a blood transfusion that is, you know, compromised. Or what about an organ transplant? Or, you know, what about these these huge, uh, you know, life-saving measures that people need to be also worried about? Yeah, we have seen so much discrimination when it comes to, oh, you're not vaccinated. Oh, you don't get a life-saving organ. Yes. <laughs> so if we're going to have a population of people that are denied the right to life-saving organs, there needs to be a solution group that has life-saving organs for the unvaccinated that are unvaccinated organs. So yeah, it is complicated, but um, America Out Loud uh, Radio is about finding solutions. Everybody that's on here is about finding solutions. And all of our audience is about being part of the solution. So you never know who's out there, who's listening, who's going to be that person who works in these kind this industry that knows all about cryo freezing or whatever it's called um, to keep things frozen and what's going to happen here. But I know for a fact, as a nurse on my platform, I am reached out to so often for people who are looking to get safe blood before they go into a surgery. Um, and I've, I've been having to recently have to tell people that when they're stuck in a situation, they weren't allowed to get any blood donated yeah. prior. 
that you can, act, and if your H and H is going down and you're losing blood and it's not an emergency situation where you're having no choice, but to get whatever blood's available, that iron infusions are actually an option out there, people. So do some research on that. Yeah. Iron infusion that doesn't have body, um, body fluids associated to it and is a safer option to get your blood H and H up. Okay. If you're having bleeding. I love that you just brought that up because there's not enough advocacy of what you can do while you are at the hospital. Uh, you know, one of those things is, you know, autologous blood donation. If that's something that's available to you, you know, if you're going in for an elective surgery, you know, you can hopefully bank your own blood beforehand. And, uh, you know, as well as the iron infusion that you just mentioned, um, you know, not medical uh, information, but I've also heard of people having success with um please don't, it, maybe it's called a Ricker's lactase solution while in the hospital, uh, you know, to kind of fill the blood that you have lost while you are rebuilding those stores. Well, so that might- the word that you're looking for, I have to look up is a volume yeah. increaser. So that would yes. be Ringer's lactate. Yes. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. Ringer's lactate. And that would be something that would increase volume. So um, we could have to have somebody come on and speak about that, but that's a really yeah. good idea because people are looking for solutions. If you end up in the emergency room, you're in a Twix anyways, right? You know what some solutions are and having a site that's going to possibly have buttons and options is going to be a wonderful thing that. Yeah. So what about the breast milk? This is something. Oh yeah. Else. Tell us. I was going to just give one last shout out to a, a couple of other organizations that we work with that are, are focused on blood as well, just on the blood, which is a uh, pure blood registry. There is safe blood. They have, uh, we have blessed by his blood, uh, pure blood ministry, and then as well as the Vax Control Group. And so we actually have all come together to form, uh, we're calling it a blood alliance. And uh, so we have been working together to also just collectively um, be able to be a massive resource for people. But also you might, um, you know, go check them out specifically because they're all, um, you know, incredible organizations uh, that are you know, sure. focused. Yeah. We will make sure that that all the links to what she just mentioned are in the show notes that you'll be easy to find on americaoutloud.news slash nurses out loud. Just look for nurse Michelle and you will find this um, article that we will publish about injected and you Beautiful. will see all the links in the citations. Love and if that. you want to sign up, if you want to sign up to be a part of this organization and you want to be part of the dating crowd that is looking for love in all the right places. And if you are looking for friendship in all the right places, or if you're interested in anything about the body fluids that we're talking about here that are impacting your life potentially, then we will leave a link for you also in my citations to help you get right to the site and let you get the information you want or looking for, because she is providing some amazing stuff here. So mm -hmm. that you gave me even more links to blood, because let me tell you, people are dying to find this information. Yeah. They want to know it. And they literally are afraid they're going to be seriously impaired. I had a daughter who was a victim of a major assault in 2022 and so she was unconscious in a hospital in California. And by the time she became conscious, she already had five units of, of California donated blood put in her. So all the consequence, it was life-saving for her situation, but it was a major consequence that's, you know, potentially lifelong for her. And she's had wow. a lot of medical issues since then. Wow. So and 
change. And, you know, that is a, a good point too, as well. And, you know, something that the Vax Control Group does, which I've wanted to do with Unjected, maybe I'll make sure this happens. But, um, you know, as a religious preference, you, you know, you can keep that in your wallet or, you know, on your personhood. I actually have it stored in my emergency notes on my iPhone. Um, just that I reject all biological transfusions at the hospital, um, besides anybody from my designated donor list, uh, just to make sure, you know, if, you know, God forbid I was not conscious that at least my final, um, you know, words are put somewhere that, you know, that medical personnel are supposed to abide by. And, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, I was speaking with Dr. Ryan Cole recently, and, you know, he had two patients that unfortunately had passed away after receiving uh, blood transfusions that were unvaccinated patients, had blood transfusions, and then developed uh, foot-long clots that killed them. So, you know, it's still happening. Um, you know, I, thankfully, I don't think it's probably as tainted as it was quite in the beginning, the blood supply. But, uh, you know, the Red Cross allows allows these donations 48 hours post donation or vaccine. So, um, you know, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Originally I was having some of my college students earn money by donating their convalescent plasma after they recovered from COVID. It was a way mm -hmm. to, make, they can make it about $150 a pop wow. every single time they donated their convalescent plasma and convalescent plasma means that you have actually had the disease they're looking for, which was COVID in that case, and they would take that plasma from my kids and they would convert it into the treatment regimens that were being used for the COVID patients. And it was very successful with those COVID patients. But wow. originally, America, the American Red Cross would not allow vaccinated people to donate convalescent plasma. Now, I don't know if they've changed that, but I think they did change that. You can you can donate blood with vaccine, but I don't know. if Do you know if they've changed that with the convalescent plasma? I want well, so I want to, I want to say that they they have trouble utilizing the plasma because it actually is no good, is what I've been told. Uh, so you know you can take that information, do with it what you will. But you know, uh, you know, I've been told that they're not having success as well as uh, people who work in the stem cell industry say that uh, vaccinated stem cells are not util not usable. So that's something that is quite frightening as well. So maybe even you know like umbilical cord storage is something that we'll have to think about in the future. And um, I know you had mentioned breast milk, and so you know what. What we've been doing, uh, thankfully, that's the easiest thing to connect people with. And so actually, even just on social media is where I have the most success uh, connecting mothers who live in the same areas, uh, you know, who want to donate breast milk to each other. Uh, but, you know, I, we do hope that we'll be able to create a whole service out of that with TWC since they do have, you know, pathologists and they do have nurses that are able to make home visits. So maybe we can actually uh, start transporting this for people one day. I love that. That is just yeah. to hear that. The, I adopted three of my six children are adopted. Wow. So I had a friend who actually donated breast milk for me with my cardiac son because he could not actually go through an echocardiogram and wow. the soothing benefit of a bottle because formula, when it goes through the GI system in front of the heart, completely makes it opaque and you cannot see through it. What? Because if you, yes, this is, a, I did not know this. So that when you <gasps> actually put breast, I could let him sit there and go through his echocardiogram. And during his echocardiogram, 
you could feed him a bottle of breast milk and he would be soothed through this long, because uh, it would take sometimes 30 minutes for him to have to lay still and go right. through the process. So I needed breast milk and I had not birthed him. So I did not have breast milk, but I did breastfeed an adopted child. Wow. Uh, him, I, I happened to breastfeed an adopted child that was um, had preceded him, but I did have some health consequences for doing that because you are supposed to have a good bit of weight on you after you have a baby. That's normal. That's what God intended for you to have some curves. Right. And I was thin and adopted a child and tried to breastfeed off of a very thin body. So mm. that did not actually, my heart didn't appreciate that. And my body didn't appreciate that. And I was down in some serious calories every day and it wasn't enough. Wow. So, so it's, there's many ways. There's a lot of reasons to want breast milk out there that people don't even realize exist. Yeah. And for those who are interested now, we've got another reason to be worried about getting it from certain locations. Oh yeah. And you know, it's unfortunate that they give this breast milk to the, you know, um, most sensitive, uh, NICU babies out there. And, you know, they've, the JAMA study showed the MRNA is absolutely in the breast milk. And, you know, I would, I would say, you know, they said it was only 48 hours, but I would, uh, argue to say that we have no idea how long that really could be. So yes, you know, if that's a, something that a situation that you need, I please, I beg you to find, find a safe breast milk donor. Yeah. So here's another thing, um, I, because I, obviously if I'm an adoptive mom of three and I already have three biological kids, um, there's very good likely that I was infertile, which I was. Um, most people who adopt tend to have infertility in their past, but that's not true for everybody. But in the infertility world, there is a lot of moral lines that have to be crossed and that you have to decide, am I going to cross into this zone? Is it okay to donate my eggs? How many eggs did they actually get out of me? Did they actually discard them when they said that they didn't? Am I going to, they only can freeze them once they're post, the eggs can only be frozen once they are fertilized. So mm -hmm. then one has to decide with what, how do I feel ethically about freezing fertilized eggs? Where is the soul when it's frozen? What happens? Is it there? Is it not there? So there's just so many things that a infertile couple have to address. But now we're in a generation of people like myself. If I had been post COVID era and I was an infertile mom and wanting to get egg donations, then now I've got a new problem. And then women who are married to men who have a very low sperm count are going to be looking for sperm donations. And the, the, here's another uh, area that they're going to have to look into. Like they're going to look at criteria for the man that they normally yeah. would, but now they've got to look at this criteria for vaccine status as well. So I'm so thankful y'all are looking at that as a solution. So yeah. before we part, um, I want you to make sure to get a shout out for anything that anyone needs to know for moving forward, for finding out more about your site and what you are looking for to draw into your site as well. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you are just an individual that has, like I mentioned earlier, survived this crazy psyop and, you know, maybe you know what it's like to be ostracized or have felt slandered or alone, you know, we have a whole entire group of people for you. And, you know, we actually have over a hundred thousand uh, injected members around the world. And so, you know, just because uh, the site has relaunched doesn't mean that they aren't out there. And, you know, we still have a lot of work to, to find our unvaccinated community. You know, there's potentially over 2 billion people that are still unvaccinated and, you know, we can go and find each other. And so, you know, actually one thing I, I tell everybody too, is we have an 
amazing affiliate program. So if you want to actually, uh, you know, earn commission about sharing injected, please come on over because we love that as well. You know, if you tell a family member who's unvaccinated or a friend, they might end up being, you know, somebody else's perfect partner. And, you know, you never know who you might be uh, accidentally matchmaking, uh, you know, by proxy. And uh, one thing I want to shout out too is uh, our weekly podcast, which uh, of course, Michelle, I can't wait to have you on, but it is every Friday. It's called The Injected Show. And it's kind of a spinoff on Dr. Drew's um, love line. So we have a toll-free number. Uh, People can give us a call and tell us, you know, stories about the wild world. Uh, You tell us, you know, about maybe crazy dates that they've had or get advice. It's very cheeky. Uh, We have a really good time over there. And so, yes, every Friday at uh, 8 Eastern, The Injected Show, and we live stream everywhere. And And is that anywhere you listen to podcasts? Yeah. Anywhere you can find a podcast. (laughs) That's wonderful. And then, uh, yeah, Rumble too. I mean, we do all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Thank goodness you're on Rumble because you might've gotten kicked off of YouTube if you'd been on there instead. Actually, we did our very first episode. Our first episode, we got a 90 day ban. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. I hope Rumble's prospering immensely. It is. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on here. Any last words? Did I, did I cut you off? No, that was great. Um, but yeah, you guys can find me uh, on injected.com. You can shoot me a message at injected founder, uh, of course, on Instagram at injected official or Twitter. And um, yeah, just thank everybody for for being warriors in this time of, you know, extreme spiritual war. This is, uh, you know, a, a moment that we've all lived through together. And, um, you know, cathartically, I hope we all get to to come together and find our people and, uh, you know, celebrate many years to come being uh, healthy and alive. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Michelle. You've been listening to Nurse Michelle on Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio. Tune in to the nurses Monday through Friday live. Nurses Out Loud is here 10 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily. I'll be hosting on August 14th on Nurse April's show, so be sure to join me there. America Out Loud and all the shows found here at AmericaOutloud.news are on here 24-7. All the hosts are focused on solutions for the American people. Shelby Hosanna Thompson of Unjected has founded her company to be a solution. If you would like to get access to the valuable resources shared in this show or any show, choose the Nurses Out Loud show on AmericaOutloud.news. Go to Nurse Michelle's page to find the article and links. Be sure to check out all our sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. It's because of our sponsors that it's possible for us to bring this show to you. Remember, we are in a war for truth and you are part of the solution. Do what you can to get this information out to those in your community. I'll be right here with you next week. It's time